Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the and welcome back in Carrigan, the Blood Mom Show. <laughs> she has returned. Ta like, the, like the prodigy son. Like a bad rash. Like uh, son, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> prodigal. Back. Not yeah, prodigy. Well, that too. Anyways, <laughs> welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host. And of course, with me is the Blood Mom Show and Carrigan. Woohoo! Hey, everybody! It's great to be back. Yeah, I feel like I've been gone a really, really long time. <laughs> oh, you've been gone? I didn't notice. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. When you did the show all by yourself last week, you didn't notice at all. Okay. No, actually, it was pretty easy. Oh, really? All, all I had to do was talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's not hard for you. No, not at all. Not That's at all. very true. You know, but, uh, you know, what are you gonna do? You know, if I uh, said I was had to do this when I first started radio, I, I would have never, ever. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was, you know, a little awkward, of course, but uh, <laughs> I was always amazed, amazed by yeah. Pam Orton. He used to do the show before us, and she oh. a full hour on finances and stuff. It's like, how could she do that? Pam Orton. She was from the Midwest. Everything was ah, had those long ah ah. Yeah, she did awesome. She was like, funny. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's very difficult. On a dry subject too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't really appreciate uh, <laughs> until you've had to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have never on this show. I've never had to end up doing that. I think I had. There was one time you dropped out for some reason or whatever and I had to wing it for a few minutes and I was panic stricken (laughs) (laughs) absolutely panic stricken you know because it's literally like talking to yourself Mm -hmm. Um, you know because you know it's not like you can hear your audience yeah Uh, so it's like being at a party and you 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 know you got to this you know good looking chick and you just you know and just she's whoop. not listening just to you. Whoop. Just whoop. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. I suppose yeah, so. Whatever. Uh, but I had a lovely vacation, and thank you for uh, thank you for covering for my absence for two mm-hmm. weeks. I appreciate it. And, you missed uh, the pajama party. I know. Oh, I was very jealous of the pajama party. Actually, oh, you were. I was, because I saw that, and I'm like, oh, that's going to be such a good show with all those ladies that I love. So, and Ron. It was was so much fun that we're going to do it again. Uh, (laughs) We're going to get some new girls. and uh, Pick up some new girls. Some new chicks. New chicks, yep. We'll go visit another pajama party. (laughs) Crash another one. (laughs) But it was fun. Because that was two weeks ago. In fact, the podcast is up if you want to listen to it. And we looked at uh, how the paranormal plays in the pajama parties, which plays a, a prominent role, believe it or not. I 
it's really funny because when I think back to the slumber parties of my youth, mm-hmm. we're always doing, you're trying to pick up the, the body with two fingers, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We talk about with that. Each, each two fingers underneath the, the person laying on the floor and try and raise them and Bloody Mary and... Ouija boards. We never used Ouija boards. Well, a lot of people did. Yeah, we didn't. That's where they got most of their bad rep was in female pajama bodies. My girls did not do that. I think they were too afraid of it, but Mm. they definitely did the try and, uh, you know, lift the the person. My girls, you're talking about your daughter or... Are you? No, my friends. Oh, okay. My, okay. my high school girlfriends. My posse. My posse. Oh, okay. I my got posse. I, got still, <laughs> I don't even think they say that anymore, do they? No. No. My peeps. I don't know what they say. Oh, I hate that one, too. I'm too old. I don't I, know what they I say. I hate all of those. Like paranormal posse. It's like, oh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, my girls. My, my girls. peeps. Yeah. yeah. My girls. Well, it's, it's, the girls can be something else, too, but that's another. Well, yeah, well, yeah I guess. I guess. Anyway. I guess. <laughs> My gang. Yeah, there you go. So, anyways, uh, we did miss you, and uh, I, I certainly missed you last week when I babbled for an hour. Was- <laughs> <laughs> Come on, people! Did anybody listen to that? We want to know. Get your feedback in. Actually, Leave us I, comments. I can go look at the stats on that and see what uh, it did. Uh, oh, fine, whatever. That'll be intriguing, actually. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know what happened. That was really unusual when I was on vacation. No, what's that? You had a good I time. Not, I did not go cemetery tripping, not once. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. What'd you do in Carrigan? That the craziest thing ever. I mean, it was just, um, it was really hot, first Car- of all. I know. And usually weather does not deter me, but it was really, really. We were camping uh, down in Westport, and first of all, the cell phone signal is terrible to begin with, but um, it's it was hot, even though we we're at the beach. It's the only place that had a breeze, like if you went down to the beach, which is covered with rocks, by the way, um, you got a breeze, but it was very, very hot. So I, I just didn't have the motivation. And the thing about Westport cemeteries is, I just have to say, they have a huge amount of cemeteries, Really? Huge, yes. Because they have all these little itty-bitty family cemeteries. Right. And um, sometimes they're in people's backyards. Sometimes they're in, many times, they're in the middle of a field. Because Westport is very rural, and they have lots and lots and lots of farms. And I actually, I did see one. I found one. I didn't go out to see it because it was in the middle of a farmer's field. (laughs) And we were driving by, and the only okay. reason I caught it out of the corner of my eye was because I was not driving, because I was the passenger. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've been looking for this cemetery for literally years. And, uh, yeah, so I did see it from afar, and I'm not really sure how to get out to it. I'm going to have to go and ask permission to get to it but that it's very frustrating when you're looking for i have a book of cemeteries um david allen lambert writes a guide to massachusetts cemeteries and every cemetery in the state is in this book but they don't necessarily have a street address it'll say what street they're on 
But if it's a really, really long street, you really got to look hard. So sometimes it's very frustrating. I've been up and down and up and down and up and down trying to find a cemetery. And sometimes I just give up because I'm, I'm, I'm like, all right, I don't know where it is. I can't find it. I concede. I concede. So, so, so how many cemeteries have you think you've visited? Oh, good Lord. Uh, Most are in Massachusetts, right? Most. If we're if we're out in another state, though, I make it a point um, to find a cemetery. And I have a cemetery app on my phone. Yes, there is an app for that, and it's called Billion Graves. Yeah. Um, thank you, Josh Manitello, because he's the one that uh, turned me on to that that app. He's like, oh, you got to get Billion Graves because wherever you are, if you have Billion Graves, it will. It will, it's like a GPS, so it sees where you are, and it tells you where the nearest cemeteries are. Oh, that's sweet. Anywhere. It is sweet. It is awesome. I've used that so many times, and I'm like... It's not throughout the country or just Massachusetts? All over the country. And what's that app called again? Billion Graves. Billion Graves. Billion Graves. It's it's fantastic, and I you know we'll be off somewhere, and I'll say, honey, 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 there's a cemetery 1.35 miles away from the hotel. Can we please, please? I'm never going to be here again. Let's can we please go? You know we won't come back here. And he's like, all right. There you go. And we go. Um, so it's fantastic. Get it? It's free. It's free. And it and you can just you find the cemetery that you want to go to, and. Mm-hmm. You click on it, and then you can just get directions. Uh, it goes directly to your maps, your Google Maps, and off you go. Oh, Google Maps. They're still around. Google Maps, yeah. That was, that's when you start. Oh, maybe, it's, maybe it's not Google. It's uh, Apple. Apple Maps. Which, one, which, you know, which is the one that – yeah, Apple Maps is the one that just was driving people crazy because it was taking them nowhere. Whatever's on your phone. Whatever's on your – I have an iPhone. Okay. So whatever's on your must iPhone. Apple then. Must be Apple. Yeah. Anyway, that's pretty cool. It's never driven me off a ledge yet, so. Yeah. Well, keep working on it. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a wonderful app, and uh, I've used it a lot. So yeah, we are out of state. I always try and find something mm-hmm. to visit, some little cemetery. And speaking about cemeteries, I saw something on your uh, page, and, and of course I shared it on my Grave Intentions Facebook of page. Of course you did. Well, if it's interesting, it would most of you. Would <laughs> Only if it's interesting. I don't put anything but interesting things on my page. I know. Nothing I... boring. Of course not. Anyways, so it was all about tent graves, and I have no idea what the hell that was about, so that's why uh... I was yeah, these things are cool. Okay, my sister-in-law Marianne is she is a Civil War fanatic. Um, she goes to Civil War camp, or oh. she used to. Yeah, mm-hmm. she'd go down to Gettysburg every summer. She's a retired history teacher, oh, cool. and we go to cemeteries a lot. When I, we camp together a lot, so inevitably we'll end up at a cemetery together. And she's looking for Civil War graves. And I'm just looking for, you know, graves in general. Any dead people. Any dead people will do. Um, So she shares a lot with me. And the the latest thing she shared with me the other day was Tennessee's bizarre tent 
gravestones. So I had never seen anything like this in any of my travels. And they literally look like a little tent. Um, like if you're going to build a little stack of cards, you know, mm-hmm. um, you put those two little cards together and that's what they look like. Two cards lean, leaned up against each other and filled in on either end. And I guess these are very big in Tennessee. Um, and it's in the distinctive to the western base of the Cumberland Plateau. Oh, cool. Uh, mostly from the late 19th and early 20th centuries. They're known as tent graves or comb graves. Oh. And uh, they are really fun. Why are they named comb graves? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know why they would call them comb. Yeah, that was kind of threw me for loop. Yeah. Um, so some have inscriptions on them, um, but most have a separate headstone that kind of sits in front of the little tent. Oh, yeah. And I guess the theory is, um, they had to do with the fact that in that area, uh, as old graves settle, the -hmm. old wooden coffins would deteriorate and then the whole grave would sink. So you'd have this big sinkhole. Oh, nice. if there was a stone tent over the sunken grave, it would have kept out the animals um, from falling into the grave uh, or getting into, you know. So it's like a, a wolf stone then. It's like, I know, that's what I thought. I'm like, well, it's like a, a wolf stone. So the animals or the grave diggers can't get into that grave. Yeah, okay. So it's just, uh, they're really, really unique. I've never seen anything like them. and So they're long, too, because they cover the size of the coffin. Yeah. 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 So the this is on, um, if you want to go and look at this, I can, I'll share it on the page, but it's um, on roadtrippers.com is, is where the link came from. But um, after the show. I'll go. I'll go back, or at the break, I'll go and I'll share this link. Yeah. Well, Ron has it. Go to go to his. I should have shared it on my cemetery tripping page. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't. Uh, yeah. I just didn't. But Ron has it on his uh, grave intentions. Grave intentions page. Grave intentions. So you can see the link there. But um, I'll I'll put it up on both sites later. Excellent. But, yeah, they're they're very very uh, different looking. So, anyways, I was watching the news today, and uh, I saw uh, something on there, and I, I was wondering if the beach you were, and I went in your Facebook page. That's how I found the, the tent graves. Mm-hmm. I wanted to find the name of the beach you were staying at, but it wasn't. It was a surfer got attacked by a shock down here. In the I cave. saw that in Truro. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. It's, but, you know, yeah, it's been warnings all over the Cape. Yeah, first one since uh, 2012 here in in, uh, in uh, New England, in Massachusetts, excuse me. Wow. Well, I hope I hope the guys are right. I mean, you know, everybody's like, oh, wow, you should know better, blah, blah, blah. But I, come on. He was a surfer. Surfer, surf. It's what you do. Oh, my God. Speaking about surfing, okay, the guy broke the record. He surfed an 80-foot wave. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. I saw that. 80 feet. Or something. Can you imagine that in? Oh. I would fall 80 feet. Never mind. Surf. Yeah. I'd die if I fell 80 feet. <laughs> 80 foot wave. 
The yeah. last one, the last one was like seventy nine something, and this guy broke it. Uh, it was held, held by some guy in Hawaii. But wow, that's like a tsunami, an eighty foot wave. <laughs> and believe it, well, some of them can, but yeah, they have, do have uh, big. They have rogue waves too, which are uh, really interesting. But have you ever surfed? Oh God, no. No. Uh, no. Uh. Oh, okay. No. I've tried to stand up on one before. You know, stand you know up. those paddle boards. Yeah, you mean the skimboards? Hmm. The skimboards? No, not the skimboards. It's it's actually it's like a surfboard, but you it's a little wider. You stand on it and you paddle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Standing yeah. up. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. My yeah. nephew has one. I can actually do that. I can actually do that. Um. But you really have to have very good balance. And you know who uh, does yoga on them? Stacey Lynn Stacey. McGovern. Yeah, I do know that. Right? Yeah. Right? Of course she does. Of course she does. You have to have tremendous balance. She did it on like, horseback. I can't even imagine. No. That's just craziness. It's craziness. Yeah. But, uh, no, that's the closest I've come to surfing is being on a paddleboard. I, I, I actually <laughs> surfed back in the day. I you spent, did. Yeah, I spent the summer out in okay. uh, in, in uh, Southern California, and I went to Huntington Beach and and learned to surf down there. So that was kind of cool. God, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. How did you do? Yeah, you know. Eh, you know, I, was, I wiped I out. out. <laughs> 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 but, you know, it wasn't totally bogus. Okay. No, it was, you know, I, I'm not going to say I was a pro at it, but no, I, I only had the summer and it took a while and you only have so many trips to the beach. But Huntington Beach, that's where all the surfers went. So that was kind of uh, intimidating. <laughs> I can only imagine, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Um, that's, oh. a, you know, all back to the old Beach Boy songs and all that stuff. Everybody had an ocean. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Got yeah. it. Yeah, we'll just leave that at that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, look at me. I got all proficient, and I just posted that link about the tent graves on a Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. Oh, thank you very much. There you go. I can walk and talk and chew gum at the same time, amazingly okay. enough. Yeah. So, Steve and I were talking on the on the other show, and I don't know if you've heard about this, but this is the, the craziest stuff I've ever, I was going to say the other word, but I'm trying to refrain on the air. Uh-huh. Yeah. The latest trend now is having sex with ghosts. Oh, lovely. Seriously. I, you there, know, are, there are women out there that are trying to have ghost babies. <laughs> and wait a minute. We're talking, we are talking, you know, celebrities too. We're not, it's, oh it, my it was God. this one woman out there who was like, I don't know, she was a nymphophiliac with ghosts or something. I have no clue. But yeah. she was sleeping with all of them, and they were they were jealous and all this other stuff, and she was trying to have a ghost baby. And uh, that's uh-huh. the, I okay. thought that was the craziest damn thing I ever heard. I'm pretty sure it's crazy, and she should be. Yeah, but then it's be. like it started a trend. There are more and more people. I think one of the the, the singers, the Akasha or whatever the heck her name is, she can't spell it. She puts dollar signs in it or something. Yeah. She's had sex with ghosts, too. Really? Yeah, I think I, I read that somewhere. I could be wrong. You know, it might be uh, maybe. Another, another one of those singers, but I'm pretty sure it's her. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll look, I'll look it up in the break to make sure. <laughs> Uh, if you say so. Well, she's kind of had a rough time. 
Yeah. Uh, I believe it's Kesha. Uh, Kesha. Can't you spell it? Why is she have to put? Oh well. Leave her alone now. She's she's had a rough time. She's had a rough time. We've all had a rough time. Uh well, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. Um, yeah, that's kind of nutsy. Mm. I think, personally. Yeah. My personal opinion. But you know, it's not <laughs> common because we, we, Steve and I talked about you know the, this all through history. There are uh, tales of incubus and succubus and. Uh, oh yeah. You know, witches being burned for having, uh, you know, sex with the the uh, devil, and uh, uh, one of my favorite places. What? Oh, what am I? It's in my book Ghost today, but it, it's I've always been intrigued about it. And that, of course, was uh, I just thought I can't remember the name of it. That's how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> Skull Cemetery in uh, Skull or someplace. It's out in South Dakota, anyways. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be the the devil's child supposedly haunts the place. Oh, um, oh, is that the one the Pope won't fly over? Yeah, that's the one that Pope supposedly Pope Paul or some John yep. or whatever his mm-hmm. name wouldn't fly over it. Yeah, I'm trying to remember a, the name of a, that too. I don't know if it's a like, skull. It, it, yeah, it's I can and I can dig it up. Right oh, here. dig it up. Go ahead, dig it up. And whatever. Yeah, we talked about it on the um, was it? It was either, I don't think it was my bucket list. Was it on your bucket list? It was 10 scariest cemeteries. They all blend together after a while, so I'm really not sure. Yeah, it was, it was uh, I've always been intrigued by it. There's, there are so many tales. That, there was a church there, and supposedly if you walked into the, the basement of the church, there's it, more steps going down than coming up. Mm-hmm, Yeah. And a whole bunch of other cool stuff like that. But uh, you can't get into the cemetery anymore because they... Oh, they got rid of everything. I think they, they lock it they, up. And they, they, I think they plowed the uh, church over and all this other stuff. Yeah. People, people would just go in there, like, all the time. and mm-hmm. It's... Uh, like spider gates. Not spider gates. I think <laughs> that's <laughs> Don't ever mention that name in my... <laughs> In my presence again. Oh, God. I just have to I just have to razz Ron about this, everybody, because we went there, and he's like, I've never been so disappointed in my life. It has such a huge reputation. <laughs> I know. It's just a quiet little cemetery in the middle of the woods. I'm sorry to burst everybody's balloon, but. The only good part about it is I found change on the way there. <laughs> yeah, we did. We find we found all this change walking down the dirt road going into the cemetery. I don't know. Who knows? I don't I just don't even know why. <laughs> I have no clue but it was all And there was somebody's bra and a dirty <laughs> diaper. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that, but I wasn't I wasn't gonna mention it, but uh, you're going Well that was in area. the cemetery. That was outside yeah, on the road. Yeah. That was just uh transient trash i yeah, guess i guess so have you found the name of that cemetery yet no it's like 900 well 300 oh we'll look for it on the break 365 i'm going down as, as i go through it i think i'm going through most of this i still have two more pages left but type uh, in <laughs> 10 10 top 10 scariest cemeteries in the united states anyway that'll uh, probably get it we do want to give a, a uh, shout out too we do yeah because we we want something <laughs> 
we won something. We want. W- we want something. We yes. I'm like, damn, we won something and I missed it. No. What do we want? Oh, yes, we do. Mm-hmm. I know what we want. So why don't you put the shout out while I'm still looking? All right. So we're talking. We're talking about. Yeah. The okay. Yeah. We're in search of your creepiest dolls. Yeah. Okay. We can't tell you why, or when, or where, or how. Right. But we want them. But we want them. We want them. We need to find them, and you'll be happy when we when we when we get them. Is all I could say. Yeah, if we but, ever get. Uh, yeah. So I was out uh, thrifting today. I love thrift stores. I love consignment stores. I love all that Me stuff. Too. So I'm out today, and it popped into my head. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be looking for creepy dolls. So I went to Salvation Army, and I found a couple there. And then I went to Savers. I don't know how many people have Savers out there. They are awesome stores. And I, hmm? I thought they were okay. I love Savers. I Every Savers is different. Every Savers is different. It all de- it all depends who's running the place, you know. I have found like vintage hats at Savers. Um, really? really? Oh yeah, I have. Um, I mean, I found all kinds of dolls, creepy dolls and savers. I only bought one because some of them are kind of pricey in the collectibles area. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Um, the porcelain dolls, they all throw in the collectibles area, even if they're junky. Um, so anyway, savers is awesome. I don't know if it's nationwide, if it's particular this area or what's going on, but uh, it's just a great, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's another thrift, thrift store, you yeah, know, it's a thrift shop, right? so, and I found, you know what, hey, I'm going to say it, I found great clothes there. Really? I have, I have, I found costumes there and not just the Halloween costumes, just, you know, stuff you can use for costumes, but mm-hmm. I think we're coming up on the tunes. Are we? Yeah. Oh, I'm not in the stupid chat. I should Oh, been. well, pay attention. Oh, okay. We got to take a break. All right, so let's take a break, I guess. Hello, hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the ghost box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Parax Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, Mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. 
Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more. Located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more. All in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and Ron and Ann. Really? Yeah. So anyways, it's, oh, Skull, us, Ken- it's Skull, Kansas. Skull, Kansas. No, not Skull. 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 U-L-L. I always call it Skull, and I know it's wrong. Yeah, it's one of my favorite stories. I bet you if I went there, I'd be disappointed like I was at Spider-Gates anyway. Yeah, probably you would. <laughs> Speaking about uh, apps, do you still have your app for Hollywood there? Uh, Ghost to Hollywood, tell us who died today. Dearly departed. Yeah. Uh, I do. I don't have my phone with me. Oh, so that's a big help. Okay. At this moment, I'm sorry. So we'll move um, on from that one. But I can uh, wait, but wait. But wait, there's wait. more. Uh, uh, I can. I don't think anybody. Let me go to the same price. Dearly departed tours and museums. Um, They usually have a little post, Mm -hmm. and um, oh, you know who died? Charlotte Ray. Oh, that's a shame. From Facts of Life. Remember her? No, that's a shame. Oh no! What is a shame? I loved her. Oh well. She was. She was great. We all die, you know. Well, anyways, um, yeah, she did not die today. She died the other day. Oh, who cares? Um, and Tootie and Natalie went to her funeral. I just want to mention that. So I'm so excited. I'm sorry. I wish I could give you the, um, I, if you want to run, you know, you can wing it for a minute. I can run down and grab my phone and get, and no, get the app, but I don't have it on my computer. That's all right. I don't that's have it on my computer. That's fine. But really, it's it's really cool. So, um, Dilly Departed uh, Tours has this app, and it tells you who died on the state, what famous person died on the state. So, it is pretty cool. And that's a free app. Another free app? That's another free app, We're yes. We're trying to get all kinds of free stuff today, aren't we? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So... Yes. Why do you think people are so afraid? I know people are afraid of clowns. Right? Oh yeah, we need clowns too. So if you get we need clowns too. So here's here's the deal, people. Send if you want to get rid of them, they're haunted, they're cursed. Yeah, send them to us, man. You just hate it, hate them. Send it to us. Uh, you know, email me or message us. Actually, message us on the Facebook page. Uh, that works, right? Sure, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. Yeah, you message us. Uh, 
you know, we'll be happy to take them off your hands if they're cursed, they're haunted. You know, if you got blood running out of the walls and you want to get rid of it, <laughs> we'll take them off. But they don't have to be. We'll, no, they don't have to be. And uh, no, yeah, they don't but, have to be haunted. They just have no, to be not, creepy, moderately creepy. Uh, whatever. We'll, we'll take whatever you got. <laughs> we'll deal with them when we get them. That's what we, I say anyways. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I got six dolls today. You did? Six. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I did. You're going to love. I have one. So, <laughs> so I got this one doll. And, um, and like what I was going to say is people are really afraid of clowns. But you know what? People always people also do not like dolls. Some more than others. Some more than others. I am not a fan of dolls. I'm not afraid of them. But I, I don't know. I, I was not a, when I was a little girl, I didn't play with dolls. I didn't have baby dolls. I don't remember having baby dolls. I never had any old baby dolls hanging around. I had like Barbie dolls and Dawn dolls, but I didn't have baby dolls. So I don't know. I don't know if there's a reason for that. So anyway, so I'm out today and I get this, I forget which store I got the baby doll at. And I didn't realize until I got home that she talks, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see that she had like a little battery thing in the back, but I didn't know. I figured she'd just cry or whatever, but she talks. And so I'm like, oh, geez, I wonder if these batteries work. So I flick on the switch and sure enough, she's, <laughs> she like plays peekaboo or something. My dog is terrified, <laughs> terrified of this dog, this doll. He's running around, he's looking at it, he's sniffing it, and every time she talks and she raises her little blankie, he freaks out. He runs away down the hall. Oh, my God. Just too funny. And it's just a little thing. Just a little bitty doll. (laughs) So, uh, I have a really creepy porcelain doll, and her eyes, I send you a picture of that one. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. The eyes on this doll are so creepy. And she has little stump legs. I don't know what happened to her legs. Yeah. <clears throat> she had this big old gown on, and there's, like, no legs. Mm-mm. Like, this is That's really right. weird. That's yeah. Good. yeah. So. Uh, Do you know what the word coffin comes from? Coffin? Yeah. No. The word coffin comes from the old French, coffin, or... From the Latin "cofinius," which translate into basket. Ah, the word was first used in the English language in 1380. A coffin is defined as a box or chest for displaying or burying a corpse. Okay. When it is used to transport a deceased, a coffin is also referred to as a pall. Hence, we get the word pallbearer. Oh, there you go. Or a funeral pall. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there's uh, a lot of interesting things about it. Uh, during the Civil War, so many coffins were needed to transport the dead that a mass production of coffins began and the cof- casket industry was uh, developed. The casket, by the way, is, is defined as a fancy coffin. <laughs> oh, there you go. There so, you go. And uh, in uh, 1784, the Holy Roman Emperor Joseph II declared 
that uh, reusable coffins were to be used and not of the same wood. Reusable so, coffins? Yeah. yeah. Whoa. The coffins uh-huh. were equipped with a trap door on the bottom that would drop the body directly into the hole and allow the coffin to be pulled back and used at another funeral. Oh. Yuck. Isn't that neat? That's gross. What? It's gross. What? So, so who paid for the coffin? I don't know. Like, did the first person pay for the coffin, and then they charged the person, the next person, for a coffin? So, like, did they just keep collecting money on the same single coffin? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe what a scam! You probably scam. No, just rented it. That's all. U.S. government. You rented it. Scamming us. <laughs> you rent. Wait a minute. That was the Holy Roman Empire. Don't blame the me. Cough- Oh, all right. The Holy Roman Empire. Um, okay. So, it was a rental fee. Yeah. It's a rental fee. So, um, coffins okay. and caskets can be found in a variety of shapes, including musical instruments, cars, and wine corks. Oh. Well, come on. A wine cork? Some are even designed it's to look rectangular. Like- Why wouldn't it look like a coffin? And some of them are even designed to look like Boxes of chocolates or flowers, even a <laughs> bottle, even a bottle of cognac. I don't even want to guess how much that costs. Well, you know, all this good stuff, you know. So my friend Petunia Jade. Yes. Uh, she's one of the gravestone girls. She actually has a basket. Mm-hmm. It looks like a coffin, but it's a big. It's a body basket. Really? They transported the corpse in this basket, and she has it in her dining room. <laughs> oh, sweet. <Happy> <laughs> uh, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's just a big, long wicker basket. And uh, I, I, when I was out, I was in the uh, area where she lives over my first vacation over the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. And um, I finally got to see her house, which is kind of like a museum. And yeah, she had this in her dining room and I'm like, Oh my God, I don't even, I don't, I can't even imagine where you got that. (laughs) But it's crazy. They would transport, you know, instead of like having the coroner show up and with their, their gurney and cover up the body. You know, this was pre. Yep. This predated that. You know, and they'd plop them into the basket, and away they went. Then they put them in that coffin and rent it out. <laughs> That's pretty good. Can't beat that one. So, what do you, what kills people? Their heart stops beating. Well, as my father-in-law used to say. Pimples, crocs, I know that was funny. Pimples, crocs, and cobras are dangerous on the land. Jellyfish and sharks are killers in the sea. People kill people by the thousands, but they are pale in comparison to the mosquito. The mosquito kills more people than any other thing. Really? Yep. From cholera? 700 million people annually. Wow. I suppose. Everything from malaria to, uh, you know, others, um, that's the number one killer. Malaria. Malaria. So, malaria. Hmm. Yeah. 
Hmm. Ticks are probably closing in with Lyme disease. Always fun facts. Where are you finding these? <laughs> um, I have my my websites that I I have a uh, I'm writing a book on called Grave Intentions, so I I dig, have all these little bits of information for it. Ah, okay. Mm. Another book, eh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Speaking about books, you know, of course, that uh, our new one was coming out this uh, when? Oh, October first. Gonna say you're asking me. I don't know. October first. Well, so, congratulations. Yeah, I'm excited That's about lovely. that. Yeah, That's, and uh, I'm really, to see. really excited about it. So, another bunch of cases that we <laughs> investigated, Maureen and I. So we did 17 in the first one, and and this one has uh, got a bunch more, including Sprague Mansion and uh, New London Ledge Lighthouse, Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse. Uh, God, there's a ton of them. I can't remember them all. There's, uh, there's some real cool stories, too. Uh, Do you have a favorite? In the book? Yeah. Mm, the Puckwood one was interesting. That was a fun trip. <laughs> the Bridgewater uh, Triangle? Or the Triangle, yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting one, of course. But uh, there are many others that uh, are in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the most intriguing one was the message left by the the spirit on an answer machine, and that was kind of cool. Wow. Where was that? That was in Salem, New Hampshire. Salem, New Hampshire. Not far from your friend Sherry, actually. I was going to say, that's where my buddy Sherry lives. Yeah, not far from her. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's, it's coming out in uh, October 1st. The other Salem. We should have it in... um, Press for request, so which is September 28th, 29th, and 30th. Uh, yeah. That's coming right. right up. Jeff Belange will be there, uh, Steve Pass from the UK, Dylan Jones from the UK, uh, Ken DaCosta from uh, Rise Up Paranormal. Uh, who else we get there? Oh, God, there's tons of them. Me. Uh, Dan Carrigan, of course. Dan Carrigan doing cemetery oh. stuff. Yep, Laura Worcester uh, will be do gallery readings in search of gallery readings. Oh so, yeah, I can't I can't wait for that actually. And um, <laughs> love Laura. Who else we got there? Oh, we got the guys from MUFON UFOs, and we got uh, your your buddy uh, for Derek Gunn. Derek Gunn will be there. And Tom and Eileen D'Agostino will talk about abandoned villages. So oh good. my God, that's an all star cast. Yeah, it's 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 a good. And Leslie Martin, of course, I left her out uh, as well. But uh, speaking about abandoned villages, I, I saw you on vacation. You took a little trip to an abandoned village. Uh, an abandoned village. Yeah, actually, did? city, abandoned town. Maybe you're not on vacation. Maybe before vacation, but. It's one of the towns that we... Oh, oh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Dana. The lost town of Dana. So what's the story behind that one, Ann? So Dana, Massachusetts. Okay, mm-hmm. so when they made the Quabbin Reservoir, the Quabbin Reservoir, it, this is out in uh, central Massachusetts. You're Reservoir. Reservoir. Sorry, my New England accent is showing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so... Uh, the the you get me all distracted. Stop it. <laughs> the Quabbin Reservoir yeah. uh, supplies the drinking water for Boston for for the Greater Boston 
now in surrounding areas. And so they needed to create this reservoir and they went in and took by eminent domain five towns. I believe it was five towns. Dana, don't ask me to name all the towns. I don't know. But Dana was one of them. (laughs) So basically they took, they went into these towns. They said, we are taking your property, state of Massachusetts, eminent domain. You have X amount of time to vacate this town. People had to move. They supposedly relocated all the cemeteries um, and they tore down all the houses and everything in these towns was obliterated. The history, the people gone. Really? Really. It's, it's, is there's a documentary about it and, and it's, it's very, very interesting. And oh, it's, wait a minute. I thought that, that, uh, under the Corbin resident is actually, you can see, uh, the different towns that were buried under there. You can see yes. like, like graves and stuff like that. Yep. You see graves and, um, you know, the, uh, foundations and things like that, but. Yeah. Those things are under the Quabbin Reservoir. People have gone out and they divers and they go down. And that's why I don't believe they moved all those graves. Um, there is a common burial ground, um, Quabbin Reservoir Cemetery or the Quabbin Cemetery, uh, where they re- supposedly relocated all these. But so why are they all still under the water? Right. That's what I want to know. Yeah, you tell me. So anywho, so Dana is was not completely flooded it's one of the towns that they didn't completely flood this town but you need a buffer area uh between the water where the water water edges and however many miles or whatever so needless to say so the whole town was was ripped down but it's now part of the uh mass dcr uh you know, Department of um, Conservation and Recreation. So there's still, you can follow the main road into Dana. There's a gate. It's, I believe it's gate 40. Um, and you can, it's great. We ride our bikes out there and it's the main street. You ride right down the main street. You can see the uh, foundations of the homes and they actually have, little plaques now, which is a new thing this year, which tells you, okay, the hotel was here, this was the school, this was a church, and a lot of the foundations you can still see. Really? And the town green is still there, um, and the roads around it, and it's just a really, really cool place to visit. It's very surreal. Like, you can feel the history out there. Mm-hmm. It's just such a, and there's nobody there, you know, the day we went, we passed a couple people, but it was just Tom and I out mm-hmm. on the, the town green and we're like, we brought a picnic lunch and, um, it's, it's a nice day, but it's, it's sad. The, mm-hmm. the prevailing, uh, feeling is, is, it's really sad that these people had to get up and give up their lives there and relocate someplace else. I mean, I guess it was for the greater good, quote unquote, because uh, people 
needed this water, but I don't know. It's a pretty high price. It's a pretty high price, but it's, 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 it's great. It's a, it's a great little, little day trip, I guess. Yeah. There's, there's an intriguing place in uh, Switzerland and there's a small lake and it's like a, a little town around it has, you know, towny stuff and it, not too many houses, but it has like all the, the, the paths and the benches and mm-hmm. the gardens and everything else. And in the springtime, the glaciers melt and the water in the lake comes up like 80 feet or something. Oh, my God. And you can go underwater. It's called the, the Emerald Lake or the Green Lake. I think the Emerald Lake or the Green Lake, one or the other. And you can see trees that are growing underwater. Flowers, really? are, flowers that are blooming underwater. You see the, the benches, the paths and everything. The, the whole thing is, is really bizarre. It's... it's uh, it's so strange. It's all in the water, but it's just like it was outside the water. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? That's crazy. Yeah. Why? Okay, so how how long does it stay like that? Until I'm, I'm really not sure the the length of it, but it until it, it gets cold again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it gets cold again and, and everything freezes over. But uh, yeah, so it, it'd be just like you know, spring would come and. Um, they the gardens would grow and everything else, and mm. the lake the lake recedes back to its regular side. But what it is, it's all all about the groundwater. It's not like the water comes down from the sides of the mountains and goes into it. It comes mm. up from the ground. It comes up, seeps so up. It, yeah. it percolates, sort of. Mm-hmm. So and and it just you'll have flowers that are blooming and everything underwater because the water just comes up and covers it up and. I forget how long it lasts, but uh, yeah, they call it the Emerald Lake. I, I, I'm wow. sure you can, if you look it up, you can find it. It can't be 80 feet. I don't know what the... the That's t- maybe like 10 feet. Oh, no, it's got to be more than that. It's a lot. It's huge amount of water. Huh. All right. All right, let me go see. Where uh, I- well, and where is it in Switzerland? How the hell do I know? Well, I don't know. You looked it up. <laughs> you didn't look it up. I saw something. <laughs> You saw something. So you clicked on it. No, I didn't click on it. I saw it physically. All right. Okay. That's a lot of documentaries. Okay. All right. That's fine. (laughs) You know I'm looking this up for you, just so you get it. All right. Fine. Look it up. Go for it. Don't forget, folks. Send us those thoughts. It's Lake Lugano. L-U-G-A-O, L-U-G-A-N-O, Switzerland. Okay. And, all right, here's, here's a little thing on it. Uh, that's not the one I wanted. Wikipedia <laughs> sucks as usual. All right, maybe it's not that link. Maybe it's not Lake Lugano. It's, it's, it's another lake. No, it's Lake Lugano. It's, just, it's Lake Lugano? Okay, it's just the wrong link. It's the wrong, yeah, see, it's the Emerald Lake and uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Bam. And it's like tons of photos that are really cool. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, that's what most of it is. It's all like if you go to Pine Test and, and all those things, they show this beautiful lake. Uh, I... I'm a travel advisor if I want, we could try that. 
Hey, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. All, All right. right. I tried to find it for you, but never know. Mm-hmm. All right, never mind. Go back to the creepy dolls. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, speaking of, so, yeah, we want creepy dolls. Send them to us. That's the subject. You know, like the clown, like the clown stuff. People are terrified of clowns. Oh, yeah, so that's what we were talking about. Yeah, why are they terrified of clowns? I, you know, I don't know. And it, Who really likes clowns? Everybody, okay, hold up your hands if you don't like clowns. Me. I mean, I'm not terrified of clowns, but there are people who are truly... My niece, Gina, is... She'd be in the fetal position in the corner if you put her in a clown room. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is... Clowns? Yeah. I don't know what it is about them. I think because it's the fake smile. Evidently, she didn't go to McDonald's, huh? No. (laughs) Even Ronald McDonald is creepy. All clowns are creepy. I have friends who are clowns. That's what they do for a profession. And I'm like, why? Little kids really like like you to come to their party? Apparently so. But, I mean, we'll take any kind of clown stuff. Pictures, figurines, dolls, masks, you name it. Send us your clown stuff. So it's actually a phobia. It is a phobia. It is. I worked, ding dong, he's from the deads here. He's from the deads. I worked with a girl at a haunted house who couldn't even, we did a clown night. We didn't have clowns in the haunted house, mm-hmm. but we did a clown night for charity. She had to be sectioned off in her own little corner. She took her Xanax, so to calm her down, <laughs> she only work on you know, just the person in front of her. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love painting. I love painting clowns, painting scary clowns. I love it. It's the best. And um, So why don't you like clowns? She was just beside herself. I don't know. I don't see anything funny about clowns. You love painting them. So what's the difference? Well, they don't, like I said, they don't scare me. But yeah, they, they, just, you know, they make the flowers come out. And they I do would not seek out a clown. Okay, fine, whatever. To laugh. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know, but I love, yeah, I love painting. Painting scary clowns is the best, man. But, yeah, people hate them. Do you know that all that all humans are born with two phobias? No, I did not. What's that? You want to guess what they are, the two phobias? Dying? No. Stopping breathing? No. Spiders? No. What? <laughs> I don't know. We are born. We are born with two phobias: the fear of loud noises, and the oh. fear and the fear of falling. Those are the two things we're born with. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. I never knew that. So, thanks for enlightening me. Hmm. I don't really like loud noises, so you're right on there. Yeah, and animals don't too either. Oh no. Yeah, no, dogs no. and my cat hates well, loud noises. Oh no, well. yeah. Yeah, my dogs both hate loud noises. They yes. they run like hell, thunder and lightning. So, but all right, I think we're coming up on tunes. I think we are too. I so anyway, glad to have you back. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Thank you uh, all for listening. And remember, we're looking for dolls and clowns. Uh, if you want to get rid of them, let us know because we'll take them. We don't care if they're haunted. We don't care if they're scary. We don't care if they're dead. <laughs> Send us your dolls. We don't even care (laughs) if they're in one piece. Send us pieces. We'll take pieces. Until next time, good night and God bless everyone. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening.
From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good luck.